New York Style Podcasting, the ambiance of New York City accompanies me as I spit this flavor into this mic. And we do all kinds of topics. Black American street parlance with some intellect. It's called This, That, and the Third with G. Moody, a pyramid of podcasting. The rest of these motherfuckers is on some Stonehenge bullshit. Like I said, rate and review, subscribe, go to Apple Podcasts to rate and review. If you want to support, go to anchor.fm slash G dash Moody. My voice is clear. The vocal cords are rubbing together to make a brilliant sound. Yeah, man, now we're going to deliver this shit slowly and get in under a minute, 30 seconds, just to show New York Style Podcasting is about that life, that communication. I told y'all cats that these cats trying to condition the public for some pedophilia shit. So you go after the kids, confuse their minds. So in the event, one of these grimy ass adults go at a young child, he would view that as part of normal life because this is what they've been asking him about in school and trying to make it seem normal. In Louisiana, these motherfuckers giving these kids who are in second, third, fourth grade sex surveys asking them are they attracted to the same sex? What the fuck is that? That pretty much reveals that whole plot. So here at This, That, and the Third with G. Moody, sometimes we impart some funny entertainment shit, but this is for the parents. Yo, watch your kids, because these motherfuckers going at them hard. While you're at work, these cats are being indoctrinated to try and go along with some pedophilia shit as being normal. These pedophiles be marching in parades. They got their own flag, B. It's that serious. So I just want to let you know, watch out. I got a tool known as a 44 with a direct impact that can break down a door. Now why don't you think that I could break down the law? If the law is corrupt as the president I saw, you learn to trust them. I don't even know why I feel disgusted every time that I feel. So, Gerald, this past Friday, we had the biggest climate protest in history with over 4 million people worldwide campaigning to prepare for the week of action um, around climate change. Many people believe for many different reasons that the human beings are affecting the environment, ultimately affecting the climate, and that there's a climate crisis. So young people especially really want the government to take action and to ensure that they protect the environment so that they can con continue to live on this planet what crisis what do they see that's happening that is affecting the human being on planet earth you can't get you can't destroy this planet you can't destroy god's planet the creator's planet no matter what you do what are they seeing that is such an alarm. This planet has been going on for trillions of years. A couple of new jacks coming in, littering, not curbing their dogs, not throwing garbage into the receptacles, isn't going to ruin planet Earth. Of course you should do these things, but it has no effect on whether this planet will continue to rotate and house human beings on this planet. It's far above the scale of your knowledge. So you could get out there and gather around and do all that bullshit all you want, but planet Earth will still be here after these motherfuckers are long gone. Planet Earth was my place of birth, born to be the sole controller of the universe. Besides the part of the map, I hit first any environment I can adapt when it gets worse. 
white supremacy and white nationalism is nowhere near, ranks nowhere near the top of the issues that are facing black America. Number one, father absence. Number two, the education system and the illiteracy rate. Illegal immigration ranks high, abortion ranks high. White supremacy and white nationalism, if I had to make a list again of 100 things, would not be on it. And it is ironic that you're sitting here and you're having three Caucasian people testify and tell you what their expertise are. Do I know what my expertise are? Black in America. I've been black in America my whole life, all 30 years. And I can tell you that you guys have done the exact same thing every four years ahead of an election cycle, and it needs to stop. In this whole world, you know. Yeah, that white liberal was a racist, man, but he don't even know it. His whole attitude towards black America really reveals that this motherfucker is straight up racist. And Candace Owens, the conservative who was up at Congress doing her thing, spitting that fire, spitting that different type of fire at these uh, white liberals and their policies that have basically destroyed black America and destroyed black families. So she went up to Congress kicking that shit. And those white liberals don't know how to handle a black woman who's a conservative who isn't up there on some victim shit. She's not their victim mascot. So why is her message hated? Why is she getting disrespected so much? And what is her message? Her message is this. The black community needs to look at itself differently. We've been following these liberal policies and these white liberals, and it has destroyed our families and our communities. So we need to look at ourselves differently. And this liberal left media comes around every election cycle and doesn't focus on the issues that are paramount to us and our communities. And for that message, she is roundly booed and hated. Think about that. That message is one of black empowerment. Instead of blaming everybody else, how about looking at yourself and looking at the moves you've made and the decisions that we've made collectively, which caused our communities to be destroyed, fatherless homes, and for this, she's booed. She's called every name in the book. Unbelievable to me, but it reveals a whole lot. It reveals everything that I've kind of confirmed that that white liberal who invalidates Candace Owens, that white liberal who isn't black, who has never experienced being black, is the racist. We tell you time and time again, this is a New York style podcast. It's done live in the BX and we do conversational style podcasting. So if you're new to this, let me show you that we are true to this podcasting game. This is a five star joint you're listening to. It's called This, That and the Third with G Moody, Pyramid of Podcasting. The rest of these motherfuckers is on some Stonehenge bullshit as we walk around the Bronx. This podcast is done outside. The ambiance of New York City is embedded in this podcast. A lot of motherfuckers like the clean sound. Not me. I like what you just heard. I like that siren in the background that lets you know. Pull over, listen to this podcast, or step out the car, sir. What if you were one of these uh, college women track racers, right? And now you see they letting trans women in 
into your races. And the trans woman is winning all the races. She's doing all the athletic events. So basically, it's a man, biologically, racing against a woman. This is what's going on. And the trans woman has now been awarded the NCAA chip because she is lapping these women. So what would you do as a woman to kind of protest that such an unfair competition? Because you're running against dudes. I was thinking about that shit. I was like, yeah, that's kind of fucked up. That's terrible. You come out there and you see this Lou Ferrigno motherfucker looking ready. You got to race him or her. Dejection. You know you ain't going to win. You know you don't have a chance. So why would you get out there and run or compete? You think you could throw anything farther than this motherfucker to pole vault? You think you could out jump him? And recently he was competing as a man. But he couldn't hack it over there, so he said he's a trans woman. And that justifies him racing with the women. That's it. You just got to say it. So now you come out of the locker room, your parents and all that is in the stands, and you racing Lou Ferrigno with the speed of Ben Johnson and Carl Lewis. You know you ain't gonna win shit. So I came up with a solution like, yo, before the gun go off, all the women just bounce to the locker room. That's the protest. Let this motherfucker race himself. As I passed him up, word up, he got hurt up. Smack like a bitch and I'ma lift his skirt up. Another Democratic candidate who has stepped down is uh, New York City's Mayor de Blasio. He ended his pre presidential campaign saying, it's clearly not my time. He announced this on Morning Joe. <laughs> yeah, he went to Iowa and about 10 motherfuckers showed up for his uh, rally. About 10 or 15 because... Homeboy's on some racial identity politics, and people are turned off by that. Remember, I said with this dude, he has to have a black flunky. And his approach didn't work. He had his son with the afro on the trail with him, and the reason why he was on the trail is because he had an afro. So he was saying, listen, I'm the only candidate up here who's raising a black son in such a racist America. When you don't have the little victim mascot, then you need to talk more substantive topics and he had none all he had is that black flunky and then after that was over he had to drop out good job bro get back to new york and do what the fuck you supposed to do antonio brown man wide receiver nfl he was wilding out in Oakland. They took away his guaranteed money. He said, release me. They released him. New England Patriots came in there, picked him up. Me Too was in the bushes, like I said last week, and they said, uh-uh, motherfucker. No. Me Too said, oh, he did some bullshit. The other shoe dropped last week when the New England Patriots, with Robert Kraft, I might add, who we still haven't seen his uh, mugshot, and he had a porn tape out, so he is one to be passing judgments on motherfuckers. Where's your porn tape? You was wilding in that spa. They didn't even bring it up during the NFL season. You would think that an NFL elder statesman, 
highly esteemed owner of several companies wouldn't be getting a mic check in some back alley in Florida. But they don't mention it. But I do here at this down and third with G Moody. We don't let these motherfuckers forget shit. So if it's all about inspiring change, which is the new NFL initiative, then I'm changing and I'm including you in a police blotter, just like the rest of these players. So Antonio Brown got let go by the New England Patriots, by the same guy who was getting a mic check in a back alley in Florida. Brother in the Stands right now commenting on uh, American Life. You know how we do it. Subscribe to this podcast. New York style podcasting done outside. You can hear the trucks. You can hear the screams. You can hear the sirens. That's how we do the podcast. It's G Moody style all the fucking time. Check it out. Yo, these Democratic presidential candidates and the media really show you what they think of black folks. Now, I always talk about this shit, but it keeps happening. Ask yourselves, when they go for the Indian American votes, do you see them having a town hall with Bollywood actors? Or when they try to procure the Asian vote, do you see the cast of the crazy rich Asians? We're gonna talk about the Dow Jones and we're gonna talk about the interest rates that the Fed might cut. We need to get the cast of the crazy rich Asians. But with us, when it's some serious topics, we have no civic leaders in their minds. We have nobody who's serious. So you know what, when we talk about economics for the black community, you know what we're gonna talk to? We're gonna talk to uh, Cardi B and uh, Ja Rule, always athletes and entertainers, as if we have nobody serious in our community. It shows you these motherfuckers are in cahoots when it comes to us. In their minds, we are morons and incapable of making rational, reasonable decisions. So we got to appeal to you through entertainers and athletes. Malcolm X spoke about this shit in 1963. Here it is. These leaders that they call leaders, this included comedians, comics, trumpet players, baseball players. Show me in the white community where a comedian is a white leader. Show me in the white community where a singer is a white leader. These aren't leaders. These are puppets and clowns that uh, have been set up over the black community by the white community and have been made celebrities. White liberals, they pose as your friend, pose as your benefactor. They infiltrate all your organizations. And in this manner, by joining you, they strangle your militant efforts toward freedom, toward justice, and toward equality. They use integration for infiltration. Plus, for what Whitey got and Whitey has, can see your ass on pursuits to get cash, to look thrash, to driving the latest jacks, to rock rags made by Italian vaccine. Cash was talking about Takashi 69 They said, yo, that dude is a plate. His name got a kite on it. We just gonna body this motherfucker on sight. So that's how they feel about Takashi 69 working with the feds to provide substantial assistance, ratting everybody out that he was in these videos with, that he was doing all the gestures, the gang signs, the kidnappings, the robberies, shootings. He's in court telling on all those guys. So Cass and the Bodega were bewildered. They said, yo, 
How you on some street shit, right? Proclaiming to the world that you on some street shit. How you immediately start telling all motherfuckers? Like 10 minutes later, the code of the street is, yo, we all doing this grimy shit. And jail is inevitable at some point. We know that before we get into this life. So it's not a surprise if one of us get caught. So we don't expect motherfuckers to be in here telling because that street code, street culture, you do the time, you come home. Homeboy got caught and immediately he started telling all motherfuckers. So what does that tell me? That ain't gangster. Niggas is up north for tatted tears. Your name's on the alphabet. You ratted kid. Faggot ass niggas that be scared to do their bids. On Wednesday night, Time Magazine released a photo of the Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, wearing brown face at an Arabian Nights theme party in 2001. By Thursday, two more images emerged showing Trudeau in racist costumes. On Thursday afternoon, Trudeau addressed the media stating, darkening your face regardless of the context or the circumstance is always unacceptable because of the racist history of blackface. This is something I deeply, deeply regret. The question is why this motherfucker did that in the first place? Is it to honor black people or is it to mock our skin color as if we feel bad about being brown? I told y'all motherfuckers about melanin. So this motherfucker dressing up in blackface, mocking us, and now gets brought out. And this is a so-called liberal, right? He was a liberal back then. Like I said before, these people are racist and they don't even know it. I don't know the reason for which that I become a fanatic. For some bass drums and a few hi-hats. Yo, please don't say microphone Cause I'll be forced to kick whoever thinks they clean up their throat But yo, you can talk speakers, speakers if you want Yeah, I like the Walking home, just found out that Antonio Brown tweeted about his situation Talking about Antonio Brown, the wide receiver that was just picked up from Oakland And now got cut by the New England Patriots And he alluded to something I said earlier So this is why I had to cut in with this shit he said, how could this guy, Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, how could he be so judgmental? And he is actually going through a sexual misconduct investigation. The owner, they hold you to a higher standard, but you didn't get suspended. You didn't get cut. You should have took your own self out of the team's activities because you are the owner and your behavior was deplorable and now you pick up a guy and it comes to light that there is an allegation unlike the owner who actually had evidence there was a tape of him getting a rub and tug in some sleazeball florida joint so you would think the owner of the new england patriots robert Kraft, who is guilty there's a tape out and because he had a lot of racks, the tape didn't come out of him doing illegal shit in Florida. He got arrested. There's a mugshot that they won't show. You would think that guy, the owner, would give Antonio Brown the benefit of the doubt. He is guilty, Robert Kraft. Antonio Brown, we don't know. But is Antonio Brown guilty? Is there evidence of him doing any misconduct? The owner of the New England Patriots is guilty and there is actual evidence.
I think Antonio Brown should be given the benefit of the doubt. But what do I know? I'm just a man in the stands. Hello, my backpack with spray paint to markers to spark the tagging up a trip. I catch the path, take a trip to the train yard to think back. When I used to write that shit that used to hit, had all the mad color tips. Breaking was my thing, I used to spin the back. I never thought of spin the wax with tracks to make your hands clap. Thinking about the Democratic Party um, and all these candidates running for office, Cory Booker's team, his campaign team, have come out and said, Without a fundraising surge to close out this quarter, we don't see a legitimate long-term path forward for the New Jersey Senator's campaign. So his campaign team are calling on donors to raise $1.7 million in 10 days. When you see the treasure chest emptying, and you know Trump got mad racks, you have to get ready to battle him because Cory Booker is very much in the race. So I understand them looking forward, saying, man, if we don't get these racks up, ain't no way we're going to be able to deal with Trump. Ain't no way. So, hey, they see the future, and they're trying to get their money up. And uh, Cory Booker lives in the project, so I don't know where the donations will be coming from. Take money, run at Brick City Mashin'. Stolen cars, counterfeit bills, freak that shit out. Brick City Mashin'. Slave Play, produced by Jeremy O'Harris. A graduate from the Yale School of Drama just this past May, and already he's being produced on Broadway with the slave play. Gee, Moody, I don't know. Um, this slave play features foreplay, sex, and you guessed it, slave women twerking for the masses. Wow. What are your thoughts? Slave play is floundering at the box office. A lot of people ain't fucking with that slave play, and it's a great thing. I said the writer of the play should be ashamed of himself. He wrote this play as if people were having a joyous occasion on the plantation. They were actually hobnobbing with the master. This guy is sick, and I'm glad they're kicking this motherfucker off of Broadway. They should have never greenlit this play to come on to Broadway. But I guarantee you it's that liberal that claims they're so in favor of anything black. I guarantee you that motherfucker is the one that greenlit it so he could be in the audience skinning and grinning looking at this bullshit. The guy who wrote it should be tarred and feathered. Good. This shit is suffering at the box office. Word life, you know the haps. Fucking with me, it's like Bundy jumping with no rope attached. Man, listen, I got plenty rhymes when it comes to props. Motherfuckers just order, give me mine. Word, cause I slay you fast. Whether you're the best MC with a mic or you're straight up trash. My lyrics excel, hops from the ghetto streets upstate. Yeah, last episode I was talking about Malik Yoba and um, he was attracted to trans women and uh, it caused an uproar. And he was on Judge Joe Brown's show. Joe Brown is about that business. Joe Brown asked some very serious questions. And I feel it's necessary to play an excerpt of this interview. Because if I was on the interview, I would ask this cat the same questions. And let's hear what Malik Yoba had to say. Get him, Joe. The main thing out there that is really sticking in people's craws is thanks to hashtag me too, boys and girls can't interact. 
like they used to because everybody's too nervous, but we're bombarded by this homosexual uh, advocacy day in, day out, 365, 24-7. And that's, that's actually not true. What you're talking about, sir, sounds suspiciously. Well, it is homosexual activity. Because no, no, you're it, talking it, tranny, if it's got it, a penis and you're having sex with it, that's homosexuality. That's so, not what I we're mean, talking about. No, 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 well, no. What are you're we doing the same thing it? you're doing. You, my my friend. So I mean, what you're I trying just, to do is you're pushing your own position. No, now, no, you no, say you, that no, you have no, your first no, I'm not. Are we going to have a conversation? Are you going to tell me? Are you going to tell me what I'm doing? Or are you going to well, ask I heard me what, what I'm you doing? Said. You did not. You heard me through the lens of what your own experience is. Well, that's all we can do. I am a man who has never dated a transgender Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you are required to filter the evidence through your own observations and experiences in life. That's a charge to a jury. That is the Uh way human beings determine anything. And based on my observations and experiences in life, sir, I heard what I heard. Now, you're entitled to that. But why should we switch over to supporting your position? That's the crux of the matter. When so many would say we don't need to. But but see, here's the thing. I've never dated a transgender woman. Okay? I haven't had a relationship. So people have made assumptions about me pushing an agenda through the lens of their experience. I'm saying there are people dying at the hands of black men who are in love with these women more often than not. And through the shame that you're referring to, because of the conservative nature of the, of our, and he pulled that old trick of my phone went dead, in the midst of things heating up, and I don't think he wanted me to talk with him. See, he gave us a propaganda splurge, and uh, he's entitled to think what he wants. He's entitled to do what he wants, but it's not something the rest of us should have crammed down our throats. He is appealing to a select audience, and he is on their behalf pushing homosexuality because even if he doesn't practice it himself, he's advocating for trannies. Trannies were set forth 50 years ago is a device that what is now known as the LGBT community might use with profit to insinuate itself into the general population and cause general havoc. You have this thing where you've got people who want to tell you about fluid gender, and yet you've got failed boys who don't make it as athletes declaring their girls and going out and beating the pants off of women who are qualified and fit to run in a women's track meet or participate in a women's wrestling match, but who are always going to get beat in the running uh, events and are in danger of suffering serious bodily injury or death in the full contact sports because they are women and they have women's bodies. And you've got these boys with boy bodies who hate what they are. And it is very bad for the general public to get these people who are so deep in the self-hate to disseminate that hatred. Now, black people 50 years ago were deep in the self-hate because we got bombarded with white propaganda. Everything was blonde-haired, blue-eyed, and blondes have more fun, and 
Everything we saw on TV was white if it wasn't in a derogatory fashion. So what did we do? We got black and proud. And what we're getting now is I'm ashamed. I don't like what I am. I hate what I am. I hate what I want to be. And that is just disseminated throughout the entire body politic, and they don't love themselves. See, what does that make you if you are advocating and you are a parent and you are advocating something that works out to pedophilia? He talks about he got enticed uh, out of his own mouth by a, a tranny when he was 16 years old. He's got an accusation where a tranny sex worker says she, well, it dealt with him when she was, it was 13 and again at 15, but he's not the only one. Now, I'll take that with a grain of salt. But you see, that's one of the risks that comes out of that. That's being used to push something that everybody agrees is poisonous, pedophilia. We don't want our children getting jacked around. But you see, we have a situation now where you're a young man and you're a young woman, you can't deal with each other because there's some kind of monster in the room that's making everything messed up. You get in third grade classes in some states now, and they're going to teach us class. We have to deal with the contribution of homosexuals to America. Teacher, what's homosexual? Well, that's people of the same sex who have sex together. Teacher, what's sex? And then we can't even teach them about regular sex when they're in the third grade. But here you are interjecting that. And then they try to do it with an in run. Well, it's not sexual. It's like BFF, best friends forever. They can kiss, hold hands, hug, caress, caress, and make each other feel good. So you see little nine-year-old boys walking down, holding hands, and kissing each other in the mouth. Why are you doing that? Because they said it was okay in school. That's recruitment. But they're supposed to be accepted because they're born that way. That's nonsense. And he even threw that nonsense out there. They're born this way. You know, like people are born blind, but we don't put our eyes out so we can commensurate with them. But people are concerned about the families. And as you heard him say, what does this have to do with the family? Now, I've had one, two, three, four, five black actors who have at least as much stature as him, calling him all kinds of bad things that I am not going to repeat. So, I mean, it's not like this is universal. I went through that nonsense in Hollywood about them trying to get me to support that. And I just said, I quit. Screw your last contract. I'm not signing it because I won't uh, sign off on this other stuff. See, it's about choices. Everything you do has consequences. And what this is, is it's corrupting our youth. It is making them confused. They don't know what the hell to do. Boys don't know how to talk to girls anymore. There are no fathers in the home. There is all kinds of poison that is spread out there. For God's sake, at least do people the courtesy of defending your position. You know, this is nothing but outright propaganda effort which I suspected in the first damn place because he's what you call chicken shit.